0: Are you ready to learn? Because my super experienced guests are ready to share some really valuable information. Make sure and listen all the way to the end to get help and support. So let's start with the best audio
1: experience. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our webinar. Today, we are talking about sales and marketing. I am so excited to share this topic because I am a marketer. That's why I decided to invite an awesome guest, uh, Angie Kelleher. Uh I'm sorry if I don't oh. pronounce correctly your name, because, you know, uh, okay. today I read one article from uh, about Donald Trump, and he couldn't pronounce uh, the name of Beyonce and Lady Gaga.
0: Oh, I see. <laughs> well, I'm neither Lady Gaga or Beyonce, so it's totally fine. <laughs> You per-
1: okay. pronounced it perfectly. Uh, okay. Uh, what do, about sound? Is it okay? Can I ask uh, listen, uh, listeners yeah. and watchers? Oh, oh be- because I, I can hear some echo. I don't know what's going on. Give me a second. So strange. Okay. Before we start, uh, Angie, introduce a, a little bit about yourself, your background, and uh, you told me that you want to share some insights about your company and sales.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So my background is actually I'm a creative person. If you actually dug deep, my background is uh, my degrees are in the arts. So I think that's that gives me a lot of leverage because I think of marketing and basically sales in a very creative way, in a different way. Um, I owned my own business. And there, um, when you own your own business, you're calling the shots on the products and the services and your pricing. And so I have a lot of experience of understanding what can stick and modifying very quickly. Um, All the while, I taught at universities and... um, and then I was appointed about twelve years after having my um, business, I was appointed in the dean's office at CU Denver to do um, entrepreneurship. And there, ultimately, I had another company. you know basically I started this digital agency with students. and once again, you know I was I was able to make the the decisions on the products and the services and the pricing. And with no website, uh, 12 part time students and I were able to invoice quite a bit in our first year. And so that's when I first learned that you can really test the, the product and your pricing. A lot of times, um, many of us, and I, I know I did this with my first company, I would build what the product and service is and the pricing, and then build out the website and then go and try and sell. But really, I think that you can just start selling and see (laughs) what exactly is going to stick. Then you build your marketing. (laughs) (laughs) That's the big difference of what I learned between those. Today, what I do is I work at a wonderful company called Burst IQ. We're headquartered in Denver, and ultimately, we have a blockchain solution that is you know, everybody thinks they're unique, but but we definitely are. The, the blockchain that we have is created from scratch, and specifically intended for healthcare use. Um, digital identities, high securely, you know, high secure data, and it's very flexible. The technology is is quite fascinating and incredible. I you know, one hundred and twenty five percent believe in the technology that we have. So that's what I do now, and I do sales at Burst IQ. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Oh, before we start, I want to share some insights that I found online about uh, cooperation between marketers and sales. And you know, <laughs> I'm not sure these insights are good <laughs> for many companies, uh, and I hope we can decide some of them. Okay, uh, let me share my screen. Uh, and uh, uh, I posted on LinkedIn, uh, give me a second, uh, um, this insight. And uh, oh, it takes some time to load. Um, and here we are 25% of businesses describe this cooperation as either misaligned or r- rarely aligned between marketers and sales. Three in five marketers believe they understand salespeople, but only one in three salespeople agree. <laughs> and only 26% uh, percent have a formal service level agreement between sales and marketer. Uh, mm-hmm. What do you think about this insights? Why we have such a uh, problem uh, between marketers and sales?
0: Yeah, okay, that's, you know, you hear about this problem quite a bit because the salespeople get very frustrated. Um, they're on the front lines and they know what the questions are, the most common questions that are coming up in terms of what the product is and the services, and ultimately... If the marketing can handle a lot of those questions, then you can get to deeper questions. But some of the surface questions, you know, the the marketing should be able to educate the audience on a vast majority of what they do. If you get people coming to you and they say, Mm I still don't understand what your company does right and, and i'm in startups, so i know a lot of other types of companies and many other sales and and if they have people coming to them saying those things they really gotta turn their marketing 360 because they're not they're not hitting the mark even close you know just sometimes And then you get people with the theory of keep it to the level of someone who's eight years old, right? If an eight-year-old or your grandma can understand what it is that you do, then go that route. I don't think it necessarily has to be quite like that. But the difference is is if your marketing is done right, then you can be very successful at sales. Sales Mm -hmm. people also rely on you know, your social media pages. Then from there, they go to the website. Then from there, possibly begins an email thread. In your email thread, these are the areas that you must have very short, quick, concise, additional information that extends beyond the website and the social media page. But those things must be Concise and short, but those PDFs are very important.
1: Mm -hmm. Yep, got it. Okay. Uh, What solutions can you provide to decide this gap between marketers and sales? For example, uh, in my company, we try to have some meetings together uh, to... um, to describe our goals and think how we can combine them, uh, it's not only meetings. We can even drink beers after the job or spend time in any uh, entertainment if you'd like uh, to uh, to spend time together. Uh, do you have some other insights how we can uh, unite uh, salespeople and marketers uh, to achieve one goal? Yeah, you
0: know the first thing that comes to mind is you know just out there we hear people say oh you should be a better listener oh listen close. oh
1: yeah right
0: and we hear it we talk about it but doing it is a whole other ball game <laughs> and you <laughs> know and and i i feel that you know the the answer to it is not more meetings okay and, <laughs> yeah, I hate meetings. <laughs> but and but sometimes a, we can't live without them. <laughs> yeah, and and I'm a big fan of the 30 minute meeting. We don't need an hour. we'll Just take this care of this in 30 minutes. And and I have a colleague at Burst IQ. We pride ourselves in the fact we'll set 30 minutes, but we'll hammer it out in 20. You know, so. <laughs> people like that it's it's really great so the answer between the two you know we we talk about listening and that's one of them but the problem is we don't do it so well so then what's the next issue that we can tackle and it seems if sales to be fair if you're in sales and you're at a company and you don't feel that the marketing is is doing what it needs to do then you need to be a part of the solution, and you need to actually be drafting specific things that you need. and And people learn and absorb information in different ways. Telling somebody, um, you may need to just actually put it in writing and then send it, um, because it's, you know, talking about it and actually articulating it is two different two different ways of processing information. And so that would be my recommendation. If you're in sales and you're a little frustrated with the, with what marketing needs to produce in order for you to shorten that curve, um, then put it into writing and hand it over. And you know we're in sales, so you box a time on it. How about Friday? <laughs> you know, so we'll <laughs> circle back on this on Friday. That to me would would be one of the first important steps.
1: Oh, you, you know, I, I read uh, one solution that uh, if you want to sell more, uh, then ask about paying on Friday <laughs> from your customers, <laughs> because on Friday, uh, everyone has a much better mood <laughs> because of the weekend.
0: Oh. And they
1: are willing to, <laughs> to pay. Oh,
0: you're going to remember subscribe. that. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> and of one uh, and um, I have another piece uh, of advice uh, from uh, Joe sugarman and uh... He was a great marketer and sales uh, uh, manager as well. And he shared interesting advice. Uh, If you sell something uh, and your customer uh, replied to you, that's okay, I I will buy, I will buy. That means you you have a few seconds to sell something more. (laughs) For example, uh, additional subscription or insurance. Uh, Do you use uh, this method uh, to sell uh, um, your products?
0: Um, so let me make sure I have the question right. You said something about if you have additional time, then some salespeople take advantage to sell more in that little bit of time.
1: Uh, yeah, it means, for example, if your customer uh, told you, okay, I, I will buy your product. Yeah, and uh, but you have a chance to sell more. Uh, oh, yeah, additional yeah. subscription, insurance, yeah. or anything else. Uh, right. How do you correctly this?
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, um the add-ons. Um, Yes, you it, and I see it more of by that time, you should have a really good understanding of what that person needs and what it is that is going to help them. So the add-ons, of course, you're thinking of additional things that they are not aware of these are the little tinier details that are deeper Mm -hmm. and you're letting them aware to take advantage of some other additional features or add-ons or products or services that they don't know about and of course at that point they tend to make the decision very quickly uh, yeah, okay, yeah, let's go ahead and do that. Or, no, that's okay, I don't need that. At that point in the process, they're very um, intentional and fast with the answer. So at least you don't have to spend much time. But I do feel it is a salesperson's responsibility to say, oh, by the way, I should let you know of some of these other things.
1: Mm-hmm. Got it. <laughs> okay. Okay, I have another question. Uh, what tools do you use for selling products? Uh, I, uh, for example, I know about emails, uh, phones, uh, messengers, uh, but uh, which tools do you prefer?
0: Uh, I don't know, <laughs> to, yeah. to sell more. I I really like PDFs. Um, and I, mm. I used it when I worked at the university and, and basically ran this digital agency pdfs are really easy they're direct it goes straight to someone's email and um i call it click happy people want to including myself we just want to click we want to click somewhere click 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 so on a PDF, <laughs> you click now if there's too much clicking now they gotta go to click on a website then now you're going to start losing them so don't make the rabbit trail but just give them one place to click. That would be kind of fun. Um, I find PDFs to be extremely powerful and fast.
1: Uh-huh, cool. Uh, you know, I want to share some insights about PDF. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think nobody knows uh, pickups. I, I think so. Okay. Yeah. Um, um, check out oh, yeah, my yeah. profile on LinkedIn. Yes. And for example. I, I yep, love if, that Yeah, And if you uh, download uh, some posts on PDF, you get a lot more engagement. Uh, I checked a few infographics. For example, uh, if I uh, load them in uh, GIF or or any pictures and uh, engagement uh, two times less than if you uh, load them in PDF. I don't know why. I think uh, LinkedIn uh provides more engagement for pdf formats i don't know but uh, i took this (laughs) i I, I found this on uh, on uh, gary V post that he uses pdf and i saw wow a lot of engagement um uh, yeah. i need to try you know and i just convert uh some pictures to pdf format and it works perfectly fine <laughs> yeah
0: yeah no that pdf feature is awesome and mm-hmm. i i haven't used it enough myself and i when i see them yeah you bet it's it's the click happy click 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 <laughs> <laughs> it's it's very easy it's very simple and um, there are some people who have very clever ways that I've seen them use those PDF uh, features in the documents of LinkedIn. And absolutely, I mean, you know, the way I was talking about using a PDF is in a direct email, but but those PDFs, you kind of have to create a different PDF than what you would in an email. Um, they, they um, I, I think the more attention you pay to the visuals of that pdf so that people don't have to click and go in closer but just be able to read it without enlarging it it's Mm not true though you're right (laughs) okay okay um um, i'm interested
1: about uh, what insights uh do you wanna to get from marketers uh, to increase more sales uh, if uh, we have this problem between marketers and salespeople yeah. uh, that means we should uh, give uh, data uh, for example I know that uh, salespeople uh, are talking with customers they can provide a lot of insights what customers want to get and mm-hmm. marketers can use in their marketing messages but what uh, do you want to get from uh, marketers What data insights or something else?
0: Uh huh. Yeah, I would say the one thing I noticed with with different marketers. So I might be answering this in a different, um, from a different angle. If you're at a company and you're seeking a marketing team, sometimes what happens is the people you come upon have very specific tools. So they're Mm -hmm. all about podcasts, they're all about, you know, paid Google ads, they're all about, they've got their trick and that trick may not necessarily be the best for your company. Mm -hmm. So there's that. Now, when it comes to, you're saying marketers working with salespeople and creating something that's poignant, right? Um, It seems, you know, and going back to some of them have these ideas, podcast, this, that, whatever. Um, Again, the whole listening and and being present, who is your your client here? And just because you love podcasts or just because you love, um, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever the the go-to tool is, it, it doesn't mean that it's a good fit for that company. Um, so I think marketers for sure um, have to be very, I'm very impressed with marketers who know a lot more about digital marketing than I do. Um, but it, it seems that those that might be, I don't want to say old school,
1: <laughs> but sometimes
0: <laughs> yeah. there's a big gap I've noticed between some of the marketers who've been in it for a long time and they didn't stay up on the digital tools. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not saying everybody, but there are certainly some of them that <laughs> that just don't really seem to know um what mm-hmm. what the, the the current digital marketing tools are.
1: Ah mm-hmm. uh, you know, I want to share my list of digital marketing tools.
0: Oh, I'd love to know.
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh I will put the link in the description below. Uh, and yep, I have 266 tools, but mm-hmm. uh, I I don't use all of them. I just reviewed, and uh, but many of them I think like Google Analytics or Google Search Console, sales people use as well uh, because it, it they provide a lot of insights. Yeah. Um, yep and may, many other tools it's not only about digital marketing uh, that are related to marketing like graphic design video seo editing because um, these tools help to create content by the way i know that you like to uh create video content do you see <laughs> video content in in sales process
0: that's a great question um so in my situation, I I don't necessarily call any of the shots on the marketing tools, and that's mm-hmm. absolutely fine. I, But with my own personal profile, I can do whatever I want. <laughs> and so, mm-hmm. um, so if, if, if it's like the Angie brand or the Angie, you know, store, right? I've, uh-huh. I've used articles, um, I've used video, But yeah, you know, I've seen some of these um, companies that have real slick ways of embedding a video in your email. So when I talked about sending a direct PDF, um, there are different tools in order to embed um, a video so that it's embedded and can show up, you know, right away in, in the email without leaving the email. Oh, yeah, and I just posted another one. If you refresh it, I did post a video. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> the, that uh, new I, I one see you look pretty fun. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, family fun. I like it.
0: <laughs> okay. And this is where my creative background comes into play. I was always a, um, so here's one. Oh. I, I did something a little different. I uh, put writing on my hands. Mm-hmm to start off ah. with.
1: That. Uh yeah, yep. Yeah. Uh love. I love fear.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Ah. Yeah, got it.
0: <laughs> Yeah, and it's about the words that we use and for me everything boils down to love or fear and and you can even say the same with advertising and marketing. Are we going to drive fear in them to drive them to our product? Or <laughs> mm-hmm. we do it in the, the other way and I was never a fan of the fear factor, even when I had my um, business in my, you know, late 20s and 30s. um, I always tried to avoid, you know, instilling fear to drive someone to be motivated. You know, I still Mm -hmm. battle that today um, in terms of, you know, how effective it may be. What are your thoughts on that? Ah, uh, you know, I like to
1: use uh, the fear of missing out, you know. <laughs> uh, okay. more oh, feeling. No. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> when you can share uh, some insight that we have limited proposition only today, only with the best price, uh, yeah, tomorrow you can't get it. Yeah, yep, this uh, feeling help uh, helps to sell a lot more, right? right no, right. this feeling is good. What about another feeling? I don't know, I'm not sure. But you know, I, I see that the biggest problem between marketers and sales that we cover uh, different stages of sales funnel. You know, ah. because marketers uh, want to get more traffic, yep, uh, organic reach. And uh, 10 years ago, uh, when we started our um, SEO agency, we didn't uh, think about uh, providing info traffic. Uh, Because Google uh, didn't recognize uh, users' intent at that point in time. Today, we usually uh, provide more info traffic and uh, uh, it creates brand awareness. It doesn't sell a lot. Uh, Because of the level of competition, we can't produce uh, only e-commerce traffic. Uh, Even pay-per-click can take a lot of (laughs) this traffic. And, uh, yeah, I usually... um, uh try to find some uh, the right content strategy where we can cover uh, all the stages of sales funnel uh, and uh, find uh, where our competitors ignore uh, their time and don't produce content sure. because uh, yeah it's a big problem because many uh, clients come to me and ask please pr- promote this high volume keywords but when i see the level of competition amazon best buy many others uh, it's literally impossible with their resources if you uh, wanna uh, i don't know to spend like uh, ten thousand dollars but your competitors uh, spent a hundred thousand dollars, right? Yeah, and uh, I think uh, it's a big gap between salespeople and marketers because salespeople wanna uh, sell, they wanna sell from traffic, but marketers uh, usually create brand awareness and uh, yeah. uh, customers might buy in the future when they are ready to buy. Yes, yeah.
0: absolutely, absolutely, just being consistent with that, Mm -hmm. with being visible is, is incredibly important. And yeah, definitely marketers understand that, you know, but Mm -hmm. where and how, you know, where and how has a big, big is a big aspect to that, but it absolutely has to be done consistently. And that's, that's Mm -hmm. what I see also from a sales standpoint is, um, you know, especially when it comes to social media every week. It And, you know, I, I find videos to be absolutely effective and very powerful. Mm-hmm. But, you know, keep it under a minute.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. If I, it's I, I be two up. minutes, <laughs>
0: I'm not going to make it to the end.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, what about uh, the... Um, length of content, for example, uh, I see that you provide uh, short videos. Um, I can understand why because LinkedIn uh, users engage this video much better than, uh, mm-hmm. uh, for example, on YouTube, we usually uh, film uh, videos longer than 10 minutes, uh, like 10, 20 minutes, even 30 minutes. But uh, for LinkedIn, it's better to provide. Uh, one, two minutes because uh, people might have no time to uh, watch all these videos, Uh, but it helps to sell. Uh, I think that uh, longer videos can provide more insight with selling.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, you know, part of it is, again, you know, this is years of being a college instructor, um, understanding, mm-hmm. you, you know, I had so many workshops of learning how people learned, right? How did they absorb it? Mm-hmm. And many of us know this, it's visual, auditory, kinetic. And so it's a combination of the two. Everybody has two dominant. But when you have video, you're, you're doing two: you're doing visual and audio. And so <laughs> you know, it's something they have to read. It's not hitting audio, it's hitting video, you know, it's hitting visual because they're reading it. The kinetic part is the click, right? And if <laughs> they're clicking play or they're clicking pause, that's the kinetic engagement with the content. So Mm -hmm. video basically addresses all three. Now, the other part of the kinetic, um, I just thought of this with the video, is that in social media, if you're asking them to engage and write a comment, that's the kinetic part. So it's visual, they're listening, Mm -hmm. and then the kinetic is they're going in and they're typing something. Mm -hmm. And that's why I think video is so powerful
1: Oh, yep. You hit
0: Good. all three. You
1: hit all three. Uh, yeah, I, I watch your video, <laughs> you know, all the time. <laughs> That's why I phoned I you, you know, because uh, oh, yeah. once I... Yeah, I check out my feed and, whoa, see videos, interesting. Oh, about sales. Oh, yeah, I have a lot <laughs> right. of questions. You know, we
0: uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> I remember, I remember your sunglasses. Yeah. yeah,
0: I have like over 20 of those different types of sunglasses. So, <laughs> And that's the creative side of bringing something just a little different to the visual of video. And mm-hmm. it fun, and it's something that's simple to do, um, but but it stands out. And you know, I, I really did it to keep it fun, not necessarily to stand out.
1: hmm Oh, give me few seconds. I want to make more light here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. By the way, I see that you have might. Uh, wh- what is your time?
0: <laughs> oh yeah, no, I have time.
1: Oh, it's six thirty a.m. It's six thirty-two a.m. Oh yeah! It's so <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry for, for this invitation.
0: <laughs> it's it's good. I love waking up early, so. <laughs>
1: <laughs> God Okay, uh, I have another question. Uh, yeah how to retain customers longer. Um, uh, Once I I read some insights that um, acquiring a new customer costs five times more than uh, retaining existing ones. Do you use some tricks, techniques to retain them longer with you?
0: Yeah. You know, the common thing that we hear is, you know, don't be so transactional. It's kind of like the friend that always contacts you when they need something. Never be that person who is just reaching out because you need something. Now, of course, you have closer friends and it's fine if they if they do that. But there's always a limit to it. So I found, you know, when it comes to clients, the, the you know, you know what my real secret sauce is, <laughs> <It's> <laughs> yeah. an annual holiday card. And uh-huh. And again, where I've gotten creative is we have a piece of public art in the background, and there's mm-hmm. always some short, brief blurb about the art and about, you know, the, and I always kind of tie in the writing. So it's not some long winded thing about what my son is doing, what my daughter's doing, what I'm mm-hmm. doing. You see some of these really long stories, and no one really cares. <laughs> I mean, I always glance on it, but my secret sauce with staying in touch with people has been that personal connection. And it's usually over the holidays, which is coming up. I send out a card far and wide um, that I send to people checking in with them. Um, Just recently um, I did send an email out to Everybody in my, you know, pipeline, I sent an individual email asking, just asking how they were doing during COVID, you know, Mm -hmm. and it's crazy time. And this was a very short email. It may have been two sentences. That's it. Mm -hmm. And um, I got way more people replying to me for that than anything else. It was just mm-hmm. checking in on them and it was genuine. I mean, most people, if they don't care, they're not gonna send or even think about sending an email like that. So that's been my secret sauce is always make sure that you're reaching back out to your network or your clients, mm-hmm. just to say hi. Mm-hmm. It goes a long way. You know?
1: Okay, I will steal, I will steal this method. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, and, um, yeah, go
1: ahead.
0: you know i mean i'm a person that i think fun is really important and, and that's not everybody's personality so whatever it is that that your personality is bring that out a little bit and this is where the creative side has always helped me um whether it's it's in the writing or whether mm-hmm. it's in the visual like a holiday card or, you know, a visual like the videos, like bringing in, you know, funky classes. So uh, yeah. th- there's this one marketing um, firm, or I don't know what you want to call it. Maybe I think it is a marketing firm, but maybe not. But it's called Fascinate, like Fascinating You or Fascination mm-hmm. something. And it talks about, it gives you an assessment of what your strengths are and to mm-hmm. be more of that. So for example I work with a lot of engineers and they you know these are the type of people who and I'm putting it in a big bucket here but these are the type of people where the sales team goes off to a networking event and the 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 introverted group is like oh god yeah don't drag me to any of that I don't want to talk to anybody <laughs> right so, you know they're not in sales, but let's say you get someone in sales who's not really the flamboyant over talkative type. It's not about them being the other way. It's about Mm -hmm. more of of who you are and what that flavor is. So I I would encourage each individual salesperson to understand, really understand and be self-aware of what is, who, you know, who are you and, and what are your strengths in terms of um how you see the world
1: mhm Got it. Well, you know, I have another question about strength. I love uh, your
0: question.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, cool. Thanks. Uh, and, uh, you know, a lot of my customers ask me, please uh, learn my competitors. I want to get their sales. Please provide the same sales. Uh, and uh, sometimes it's not always the case because uh, competitors use their strengths uh, uh, in their marketing messages uh, or uh, highlight their unique selling proposition how to yeah. choose uh, the unique selling proposition and uh, uh, to know that we should market these uh, products or uh, these features uh, on our products uh, how how to divide from uh, the weak side
0: <laughs> okay um, so when, when they're comparing to other companies and how they do it yeah right it, and I so it's very important to be aware of what your competitors do. In fact, I'm mm-hmm. on all their newsletters. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. I get their newsletters, I get their emails and and I'll swing back to their social media and just kind of get a sense of
1: mm-hmm. the and mm-hmm.
0: I call it flavor. You know, what's the flavor of of the the content. Mm-hmm. And cuz some some get very conservative and professional. It's very slick. Mm-hmm sometimes it's very fun, right? And so you look at that style, but it's so important to have the skill set of being who you are. So whatever it is, again, is the flavor of your company, just stay true to that and be more of it. You know, you don't Mm -hmm. have to be funny and fun in your messaging. If if that's not really who you are, you know, uh-huh.
1: <laughs> and
0: who you are really is reflected, um, especially in startup. Most of the CEOs are the founders, um, but the CEO is the face of the company. And and if the CEO has a certain personality, I, I always felt that, um, that really the messaging should kind of reflect the, the CEO's vision. And so if the, if the CEO has a sense of humor or if the CEO is more serious, then the marketing should kind of reflect that and and that's where again like sales and marketing are like this mm-hmm. if, if you have a very serious CEO which we don't at first IQ actually my CEO is really funny and,
1: <laughs> and <you> know, <laughs> cool <laughs> it's
0: like, but if you have a marketing person who's really serious, I just uh, feel like you're you're missing out on like who the the CEO is and the and the tenor and style of how they see the world because ultimately the CEO is the vision of the company and when we're talking mm-hmm. about vision what is their vision of the world and that vision of their world should be tied in to the product because um, again. People look to the CEO. They pay attention to the CEO of the company because it tells them a lot of who the company is.
1: Wouldn't you agree? I never thought like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, interesting. You know, interesting insights because I never thought like this. That yeah. uh, to to consider your CEO, to uh, it's like to be yourself. Don't try to don't pretend to be someone else. Be yourself and provide uh your site if you are serious be serious if you are fun uh, yeah don't put the mask uh, if, of course if you don't want to again uh, against corona <laughs> yep yeah. okay uh, okay um i have a question about um, what is the difference between uh um selling products uh common products and uh software as a service products because uh, I know that you specialize in uh, software as a service. And yeah. what is the main difference between other products?
0: Yeah, and I, I've sold tangible objects, so I definitely know um, the difference between the two. So with, with the tangible object, it's a product that they're going to end up with, like something that they can actually hold and look at. With SaaS sales, they can't really hold and look at it unless they open up their computer and they see it there.
1: Mm-hmm. So, so mm-hmm.
0: the difference is, is when you're selling a product that you actually have the object, you can show it to them. You can actually show what it would look like, you know, in their space um, or wherever it is that, that they would be putting it. When it comes to a SaaS product, again, you know, the number one thing that I hear potential clients asking for is they want a use case. And that is pretty much the equivalent to seeing it in action. Use cases. If you can make sure that your marketing pieces for your use cases are very clear, very short, um, get straight mm-hmm. point, then you'll have success. And that that is the difference right there in terms of having a tangible product versus a software that's you know invisible behind the scenes. Get your use cases to be really clear. Mm
1: -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, interesting because, you know, I thought that uh, longer content sells better than short content. Mm. But you you told me that uh, uh, use short messages. Uh, Can you clarify?
0: Yeah, sure. So um, Mm -hmm. where I think... um, where you, you actually, I should say, <clears throat> I have been pushing the short message part. However, mm-hmm. there is definitely a place for the long messages. You you have to kind of make sure that you know when it's to be used. In the beginning, it's short, because mm-hmm. short, you're um, engaging the person you're taking up their time. So you don't want to take much of their time. But until they're interested and they're going to start making time to learn more, because at this point they're further in the process, or I should say they've recognized, when the client recognizes, ah, you know, this is something I am really interested in, now you pull out the longer stuff. So one of Mm -hmm. my most, you know, Hardworking pieces is a white paper. Everybody loves the white paper. It gives them Mm -hmm. all the other details that they were looking for. Now, what's interesting is that is not video. They're reading it. Mm -hmm. There's something Mm -hmm. about it that when they get to that part of wanting, and they're wanting more. So now they're asking, right? You know, they want to learn more. That's when you pull out the longer content.
1: When you're mm-hmm.
0: asking for more, don't give them the long, you know. Um, but when they start asking for more, now you can take up more of their time. You know, in sales is all about respect. And it's respect for their time. You're not, you mm-hmm. know, you don't want to take up too much time. You don't want to be too much too soon. <laughs> and what I mean by <laughs> that, you know, you know how it is. The messages in LinkedIn people, you know, they want to set up a meeting right away. And the way I sort of see that is you you don't even know what I need. Um, you haven't even gotten to know me a little bit. Now, of course, a great salesperson is going to be targeting the company and understanding pretty quickly if they want to form any kind of alliance or partnership with them. Um, but I've learned the hard way, too, where I've I've done I've come in too strong. And, uh, you know, I learned pretty quickly not to do that again. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <I> got this. <laughs> yeah, it's experience. Um, <laughs> it's, okay. uh, I, re- <laughs> yeah, I want to reply to this question from our watchers. Is client SEO dead? More SEO experts say about you need to be an expert to promote right content about comment uh, random products. Oh, uh, um, you know, I think, yeah, it's, it's question more for me <laughs> because, uh, you know, 56% of all traffic uh, come to SEO and uh, Google provides a lot of traffic, a lot more than any other social media, but it's crucial to choose the right strategy and everything depends on your uh, benchmark Uh, if you start from scratch uh, don't try to compete with big competitors and find uh, topics that they ignore for example uh, I have an SEO agency and we We have a lot of traffic in Russian-speaking countries, but in English direction where we extend our products, we don't try to uh, outcompete big brands like Moss, H.R.S., New Patel, and many, many others, because uh, I know uh, we can't do it in the first stage. It's better to find uh, topics that they usually ignore. For example, um, I wrote an article about... uh, uh, consumer products and yep it it gets a lot of traffic uh without uh, a lot of promotion uh, because uh, i don't try to outrank uh, big uh projects websites companies that cost uh, 100 million dollars you know uh, yep it's better to find your way uh, SEO is not dead, uh, but uh, choosing the right strategy, it's crucial. If you uh, don't try to compete with big uh, projects, websites, uh, it's like Tesla. Uh, Elon Musk didn't try to compete with Toyota and uh, Nissan, Ford. Uh, uh, he uh, chose the topic where the competitors ignore. And, yeah. yep uh, and uh, today we have an electric car and Tesla <laughs> uh, cost cost more than any other uh, car companies yeah. in the world yeah uh, okay I think uh, <laughs> I tried to reply this question and uh, um, I have another question for you how yeah. to create a buying a buying persona uh, I, I know it's crucial uh, but uh, some companies uh, mm I don't remember exactly ah etc uh, it's a big company with uh, a lot of uh, sales products and uh, they told that they didn't have <laughs> buying persona. Uh, but uh, uh, I think it's crucial to have it uh, when you provide uh, sales and uh, marketing for uh, e-commerce products where, where you want to sell. Uh, how to find your buying persona?
0: Yeah, or customize uh-huh. it. <laughs> Well, you know, in startup, you, you know, you're you're starting really fresh. So you're you're starting to collect basically the data of who it is. So <clears throat> there's two sides of this. There's one, you know, the the side where you're assuming who the people are that you need to get into the company, right? Then mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. other side is the reality of the results.
1: <laughs> the mm-hmm,
0: data. Right. And when you look at it, it's very important to go ahead and start with the persona and and understand who is the person that's actually calling the shots on this. And in my case with blockchain, it's going to be the engineers. Now, sometimes Mm -hmm. it starts higher up depending on the size of the company. It might be the CEO. When you're sales, you're ultimately looking at any and all the ways that you can penetrate contact with the company, right? But mm-hmm. you have to do your job in terms of understanding, is this the type of company that truly actually needs what I'm selling? Or am I just, you know, delusional and thinking, of course they need what it is that I'm selling, right? <laughs> and so there's what we believe, and then there's reality, right? Mm-hmm. So, as you continue doing it, it's very important as you're creating these personas to understand and not hold on to your preconceived ideas as you get results.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And many times we hold on to our original thinking and we're not quick to adapt to what's actually where the results are actually coming. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I mean?
1: You know, uh, once uh, Gary V shared his insights about buying persona, and he told that many companies waste a lot of time trying to convince people who don't want to buy your products.
0: I Uh, pretty much what I said, right? Yeah, and I didn't even know that about (laughs) Gary V saying that it's true. And then they hold on to it, then they keep just trying Mm -hmm. to sell to that persona, and they just really miss the boat. Meanwhile, you know, some sales is happening or traction is happening. You got to pay attention to the data of where you're getting success and do more of it. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, got it. And, you know, uh, especially on LinkedIn, you know, <laughs> I got a lot of messages from people. Oh They want to learn about uh, uh, cryptocurrency, Bitcoin i am not interested i'm not your customer <laughs> why please explain me <laughs> oh sometimes it's annoying but uh you know if you learn to handle it uh, like emails <laughs> i think it's not a big problem <laughs> yeah okay uh yeah you told well, me much about
0: a a, a... Too, much too soon too much too
1: soon yeah. <laughs> you, you told me about emailing, but uh from um you know uh Today, we have some insights that uh, people open uh, less than 10% of all emails. You can personalize your message, spend time. but right. you, you lose over 90% of uh, customers. How you handle or give a reason to open your email? Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, you had a post that talked about the top line, right? Your headline, your mm-hmm. copy, same thing. Your subject line has got to be strong. You know, this is great writing skills is absolutely imperative. Give them a juicy subject line. (laughs) They're Mm going to it it has to pique their curiosity. And then Mm -hmm. and then then you got the top of the line inside the email and you got to make sure that that's poignant and relevant as well. And that's where you can succeed in your email campaigns. You know, we all receive this stuff in our emails. Delete, 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 delete.
1: Oh uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> delete, delete, delete. Unsubscribe, unsubscribe. And so, you know, it's a dance that starts every morning. Uh, am I going to spend the time to unsubscribe to this, or am I going to just hit delete? And um, and if if the people you're reaching these are the two decisions they're ultimately making. It's it's three oh. things. It's, am I gonna delete it? Which is usually what people do first. Am I going to unsubscribe? Which means it's really bad, right? <laughs> because <laughs> I don't wanna see it anymore. Um, but then if they're gonna read it, that then you're really winning. But you know, you can't just only do email campaigns. I, I think it's important. But again, it's like that diversity of how people consume information, auditory, Mm -hmm. visual, kinetic. And with email, Mm -hmm. it's visual. So you just have to make sure that it's not your only go-to. And again, it's consistency. If you're not consistent, and if the content is not appealing, you'll lose that game of marketing.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to I share our tool, oh,
0: uh, yeah.
1: Headline oh. Quality Calculator. Oh, yeah,
0: I need <laughs> yeah. <have> Headline Analyzers. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. yeah, and, you know, um, <laughs> you know it, it works for email, for SEO, pay-per-click, social media. Um, and uh, we took a lot of studies from Moz, HubSpot, uh, Backlink, and many others yeah. to uh, create... Yeah, to create this tool. And, you know, once um, I got a client, he told me, if you can provide the results in the first month, uh, I will give you a, a lot of uh, work and uh, a lot of projects, uh, uh, good money, and uh, um, you know it's tough to provide results in the first month uh, in SEO because it takes a lot of time. But yeah. I found that he has boring uh, headlines, meta tags, uh, and we fixed this meta tags and traffic increased in three times. And you know after this we cooperated over two years, uh, yeah. Uh, he paid uh, like uh, 40% of all revenue for our company, yep.
0: yeah,
1: it's a long way. Good cooperation, and uh, after this, we decided to create this tool headline quality calculator. Uh, where you you know, sometimes we forget about some insights, for example, to use numbers, brackets, uh, powerful words, or something like this. But if you use this tool, you can uh, check out any headla- headline, for example. I don't know. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, i, so some I have size. a question
0: for you about that because okay. i love stuff like this and and i have mm-hmm. used other types of headline you know analyzers what what is the algorithm basically doing here what is it determining because only once did i get like a hundred percent When I have a headline analyzer i go for at least 30 percent what is it mm-hmm. how tell me a little bit more what is it calculating there because that can help us shape when we're writing subject lines for emails, uh, when we're writing Mm -hmm. the top of the line of that email. You know, you better the more you use this stuff. So what is it calculating? Uh, You
1: know, uh, we took uh, a few studies uh, from HubSpot, for example, if you use brackets, you can increase your headline plus 38%. For example, I don't know. For example, we can type uh, how uh, how to uh, to sell uh, yes. software as a service products. products. Uh, and um, uh, if you use numbers, you can increase plus 36%, break is uh-huh. plus 38%. And uh, you know, because people usually scan. They scan headlines. Yeah. They have no time to read all of them. But brackets and numbers can um, get attention, additional attention. And, uh, for example, how to sell products um, um, in 2020, for example, yeah. like this. And uh, uh, give more uh, information, uh, the best uh, tips.
0: Yeah.
1: And we have uh, the links of the, uh, yes. this headline. You
0: mean like, and, like uh, emojis? Mm-hmm. Oh, uh,
1: okay. it's or yeah, oh. And uh, uh, if, if you scroll down, we have yeah. unimplemented recommendations. Yeah. we can uh, use more. And, um, and uh, here we can see uh, how it looks in your email. And yeah, it's better to uh, cut something in your headline because people uh, don't want to read a lot. Like sell software uh, SaaS products in 2020, the best tips. You can check out one more time. Yeah. Uh, because for emails, uh, short headlines work much better. Okay. Um, yeah. And, yeah, and we have like 53 rating uh, and some recommendations about words, powerful uh-huh.
0: uh, 12. Uh-huh. Uh-huh
1: percent we don't have emotional rare common words and yep uh, just find them uh, consider in your headline and choose the best possible headline for your um, emails
0: yep just every single I I can't tell you how many headline tools I've gone to the fact that you can click email social media or SEO on yours is really amazing
1: this is an amazing tool. Oh, yeah. well, you know, uh, I, I go, <laughs> Yeah, I I got a lot of traffic to this tool, and it's very simple to use. Just uh, type your headline. Uh, uh, and uh, check out different types because, uh, you know, from my experience, when we spend more time with headlines, we get a lot more results because yeah. you can't send the same email many times. Uh, you have only one chance <laughs> to get this attention. Mm-hmm. And uh, from our experience, brackets, numbers, powerful words. Uh, provoke curiosity, uh, provides, mm, provide yeah, p- uh, good results. And uh, especially it works for SEO, you know, uh, and uh, for SEO purpose, we have another tool that scan all website with your headlines and descriptions. Uh, uh, because uh, it's annoying, you know, to, to copy all your headlines to check out manually. Yeah. But uh, another way, hey, give me a few seconds I can share this tool as well.
0: Yeah, you know the the first business I had, um, I had ways in order to prospect and get clients, but I I needed more, and I hired an mm-hmm. SEO um, expert, and I will tell you, it made all the difference of hiring good mm-hmm. SEO for your web. It, it you know, so I believe mm-hmm. I definitely because yeah, I well. seen the results um, of just it. I mean, it got to the point where. As I was shutting down my business, I started giving the referrals that came in from my SEO to another, another business. And I did it for free. Mm-hmm. And I, I know mm-hmm. that over time they were like, wow, this is amazing. She's just sending us all of her her clients that she <laughs> from Google, you know, and, well, uh, and, you know, I was the one that was having it come in and they weren't, you know, so. It makes it makes a big difference. It is the
1: -hmm.
0: difference.
1: Yeah, it is. Yeah, and uh, SEO uh, SEO works, Uh, and uh, it's better to combine uh, marketing and sales (laughs) uh, to find one goal. Uh, And uh, yep, something like this. And uh, for example. Uh, with another my tool uh, you can uh, check out uh, do you have some website in your mind uh, we can check out uh, with this tool oh well let's
0: go to my company's Uh, website (laughs) sure yes of course (laughs) I'd love to see (laughs)
1: Uh,
0: you know by the way you know
1: I I tried to open your website uh, and um, I couldn't open in Ukraine perhaps your Mm -hmm. provider might block uh IP oh. in Ukraine and I'm not sure. let's <laughs> yeah, check it tisk, out.
0: Tisk, Tisk. All right, let's see. Um a website that we can open. Um Oh man. I don't know. Do you have a good one that you that you oh, okay, okay. I I, I, I can, sh- can let's just go with something new. I, yeah okay, to... okay, i can share uh some another
1: website give me a second uh, uh
0: yeah i think uh can you
1: can you see my screen yes yes okay cool and
0: um oh wait yep,
1: oh wait i just try again try again Share your screen it was coming up oh ah, okay 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 oh, i just one more time um uh, uh, what about now yes yeah
0: yeah thank you oh
1: cool okay um and um we can check out uh some websites from my profile okay um, and um yeah i just uh okay we can check this website i don't remember what is this website but uh, that's okay you know uh, and everything uh, what you need to do just uh, type your website click analyze and you get a lot of insights about your title description content and we can see that uh, for example title uh, have uh, has a 30, uh the rating and uh, if you click here you can see some recommendations what you can fix Uh, Use brackets, numbers, provoking words, and uh, um, you can fix uh, on my tool. uh, Yeah. For example, to uh, update uh, 2020, something like this. And check out one more time, and we can see that uh, a little bit fixing, and we uh, got a lot. Much better uh, rating, and uh, yep, just type your description here because we have oh no uh, description. Yep, and we have uh, text lengths, um, and uh, here we are. Uh, uh, we have some insights about your text, how which words you do use. Yeah. Uh, And uh, even some insights for web developers. Just open these pages uh, where you can send the information for web developers what they can fix.
0: Yeah.
1: Yep. Simple. uh, Amazing. yeah and uh, it's free to use uh, just type your website uh, you you can check out your website after the, the, the webinar yeah. no oh, oh, I, i'm not sure about uh, um i sure. because uh, yeah. yeah because i tried to open your website but uh,
0: yeah.
1: my provider told me <laughs> you couldn't uh, do it in ukraine not, <laughs> uh,
0: you know and then i see you have the keyword clusterizer um oh
1: yeah I another understood.
0: one man this mm-hmm. is really a wonderful and, and i love that you have david ogilvy on uh <laughs> yeah do you know the abadachis on um linkedin Lacey and tony
1: oh no no you know those
0: no. two um well anyhow Tony's in marketing well Lacey is as well but he mm-hmm, he mm-hmm. brought up ogilvy to me and uh mm-hmm. in this I am so going to share your headline calculator.
1: Oh, thank you. Thank you. Cool.
0: It's the best one I've seen. And I've used a lot. Uh,
1: okay. Uh, I think that I have the last question uh, okay. from our great conversation. You know, I love all your answers, but uh, this question is a little bit tricky. Because, okay. Uh, uh, okay. Um, Customers are impatient. They want to get answers immediately. Uh, uh, And today with technologies, we can provide it. How do you handle the process? For example, uh, if you sell uh, SaaS products, but... uh, Uh, I don't know, customers might want to know how it works, how it helps them, uh, or decide their problems, uh, and they want to get the answers now, (laughs) or they go to your competitors, how to handle the process.
0: Yeah, and and are you asking, like, if they reach out to me, how do I get the answers to them now? Um, you You know, know,
1: for example, if you have night, uh, and you, you are sleeping and, uh, but they want to get answers.
0: Yeah. You know, I always feel even if you don't have the answer, you got to reply to that, like right away. Mm -hmm. Because that Mm -hmm. in itself is some kind of answer. An answer of, let me send it to my team and I'll get back to you. That is an answer that helps. But Mm -hmm. for some people they feel well you know i'll reply when i actually have the answer i don't feel that's a good route to go (laughs) people just want to Mm -hmm. know that you know of course you got it right but hearing from you brings some satisfaction of um being catered to the the awesome thing about technology there's a paradox in terms of it's awesome that we can reply so quickly And the bad side is we can reply so quickly (laughs) because (laughs) because it it might, you know, now our hours of working has extended to the evening hours or the weekend hours. And so most important to answer your question, reply, even if you don't have an answer and your answer is, I'm going to take it to the team and I'll get back to you. However, as a salesperson, you should understand and, and be very reflective on the process of what it is you're using. So typically, of course, they're gonna come back with certain questions. They should, mm-hmm. you should be happy they do because that means they're interested and they took the time to send you an email to ask a question, right? be mm-hmm. so happy about that. And um, you should have additional information to be supplying to cover the answer. You should always mm-hmm. have that material. And again, back to marketing, cause it's gotta be branded and it has to be in the same vein of the style and flavor that your company's projecting. You know, is it very serious? Is it kind of fun and, and funny? And, um, but, so those are the, the two answers I have. Answer quickly and if mm. you don't have the answer, and then, two, you should have a pile of, of materials ready to go.
1: Mm-hmm. Got it. And, you know, uh, we, uh, we use uh, chatbots. You know, uh, you can customize on websites. And yeah. if you customize the correct way, chatbots yeah. can reply to any questions. Yeah, uh-huh. it takes time with customization. Uh-huh. But, yeah, it provides a lot of uh, uh Robot. okay just answers yeah, yeah. Oh, I like that. okay uh-huh. what what
0: I like that I'm gonna I'm definitely
1: gonna be checking uh-huh. that out. okay Angie thanks for your insights uh, mm-hmm. a lot of great uh, answers and uh, tell me how watchers can uh, find more about you because uh, I uh, shared the link uh, to your LinkedIn profile uh, And, uh, yeah, tell more about your company, how you can help uh, watchers to decide their problems, how their life will be looked after deciding
0: these problems, and, yeah, how people can uh, learn more about you. All right. Gladly. Thank you for asking. Well, first of all, if you work with me, I'll definitely make sure that you're replied to quickly. You know, I always tell people, (laughs) you don't hear from me. I didn't get it and um or you know it's rare for me to to not see something so what we do is if you're a software engineer out there in particular if you're working in healthcare um you don't have to be working in healthcare i can provide you a free license to test drive mm-hmm. the blockchain and um it, it's a it's definitely very unique we have a lot of documentation there and we have a slack channel that they can get you know they can ask questions to our team So I always say, you know, it definitely takes time to invest in new technology, but this technology is worth it (laughs) because Mm -hmm. you have some things. I feel every company has something that they can get out of our technology and one being consent contracts. Um, So basically with sharing and managing data, um, one thing to also know, they can layer in our data. It's not a complete, you know, rehaul on how they store their data and use their data. It doesn't have to really quite need to be a 360 per se. There are things that they can just kind of quickly test drive. And I would stay open to it, you know, stay mm-hmm. to test driving it so anybody can contact me at any time. And I'm happy to set them up with a, a login and a free license.
1: Hmm. it. Thank you. Yeah. Cool. Uh, <laughs> you can find the link to the description uh, to the LinkedIn profile uh, in the description of this video, and uh, I shared post <laughs> on LinkedIn where you can uh, reach out to Angie. Thanks. Uh, a yeah, lot for a lot of your thank answers
0: you. and hope to see you soon. <laughs> yeah and I, I love your marketing. It's fun, it's vibrant and it's very um how should I say it's it's poignant. Like this calculator is amazing. I've used quite a few of those. Yours is very slick. It's it's really, really wonderful tool. So thank you.
1: Okay, I will tell you to my developers.
0: (laughs) Okay, okay, guys.
1: Nice to see you.
0: Thanks for listening to this entire podcast. Please rank your experience in Apple, Spotify, Google, or any other platforms that you may use. Also, please share your ranking mark on chat at seotools.tv to get a special gift. We'll see you soon on other valuable audio podcasts.